Welcome, everyone. I hope that everyone is feeling well. I hope you're feeling good tonight. Check me out on the member side where we're discussing broader issues. We're ascending. And I do see some questions. I, maybe if you guys let me know, when would you want to do a Q&A? I do see questions that people post. And some of the questions, <clears throat> some of, excuse me, some of the questions people post, yeah, they're emotionally charged or sometimes it's people like asking a specific question. They sound like they really want an answer. And my first reaction when I see the questions are, okay, you don't want to ascend. You don't want to focus on the mission. Some people really are focused on the specific candidate, in this case, Trump, Donald Trump. Most likely, most of the people that come here, you're focused on a, a candidate or you're focused on something, a certain narrative that you have heard repeated often. Whereas you, this is the channel that talks about ascension and focus and logical thinking. We even have sign language now on this channel. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to do these three things, yeah, your question. All right, you guys get it. They focused on the mission. And we talk about a lot of this on the member side. Join me. It's a great way, the best way to support this channel because you're not only supporting, but we're continuing the conversation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, we begin tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of things that are unfolding, relevant items. But uh, before we do that, let's get to this. Want to put it on the table? This is happening a lot lately, right? 14-year-old junior ROTC cadet, by definition, cannot be any healthier. This person lives in Myanmar. What? Oh, no longer. Why? Because this young, healthy junior ROTC cadet is now dead. <clears throat> Dies during a fitness competition. <laughs> Hey, you're 14, you're super fit, you're getting ready to join the military, you've got a lot of dreams, and you're super duper fit. Well, now, this person would collapse and die. Right there, Knox McOwen. And you guessed it, folks, we do this all the time. Suddenly lost conscious, consciousness. What? Suddenly. Died? Suddenly, get it? And just suddenly stop, lost consciousness and stop breathing, prompting paramedics, etc., etc. And that's it. And nobody, did not, the school did not officially confirm the, the school McCullen attended, but um, you can read some of the details, and that is it. And there is no explanation. Died suddenly. Boy, does that fit in perfectly with the opening statement that I just made. They focused on the mission, reality. We'll get too crazy with the pulse. People are continuing to drop dead from the clot shot. 
until proven otherwise, like we said yesterday. The clot shot. Also, be aware of this. <clears throat> Breaking police arrest armed men near U.S. Capitol. Really? And you should be wondering what this is about. Agency noted that it would be searching the suspect's belonging out of an abundance of caution. Look at this demon right here. There it is. And they're putting out this statement, Capitol Police. Man with a gun. Okay. Agency noted it would be searching suspect belonging. Okay. Like we read already. And not to, that many details. And what? The man was commanded to drop to the drop the weapon. What weapon? What is happening here? A police officer said the man what had an AR fifteen per the report. <laughs> yeah, um makes I wonder I don't know when I'm here every every time I hear manifesto and AR fifteen <laughs> it's just this automatic uh, we don't know. I again folks. Weather underground operations. And we're only in November. The one... Now we're under one year of the election of 2024. Will the election even happen? We're going to find out in the next few months. We're under a year. Weather underground. AR-15. Some of the guys... Some of the shooters are getting caught. Some don't get caught. The ones that don't get caught, they follow through, they get their manifestos, and nine months later, later, everybody's fighting to see these manifestos. <laughs> yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, let's move on. Uh, be aware, I just want to throw this out. I just want you to see this as it pertains to the psychological status of this country and as it pertains to the spiritual status of this country, psycho-spiritual, also as it pertains to this final battle of humanity that we're in, and the art of war, right? The enemy becoming competent, be aware of this. Trantifa militant. What dances into Atlanta court to face RICO charges over, quote, stop cop city violence? And think of this, and this is about a, a Antifa terrorist, this guy right here, you know, the situation is serious. And he's facing federal charges. Think about the J6 prisoners. And this guy, in the state that he's in, like it says there, while most walked one suspect, what was, was spotted dancing gleefully, really, into the courthouse to face the judge. And that, this demon right here, this James Marsicano, this trans demon... Think about it when it comes to spiritual demon possession. This trans-identified male, what? Who goes by Jamie. Ah, look at this. Pranced towards the courthouse while an entourage of activist supporters followed close behind. Can you believe? Look at this demon. And there it is. Daily Mail report. Marsicano wore a black shirt. A black, excuse me, a black shirt and skirts. With a gray cardigan and red scarf as he sashayed his way to the entrance. <laughs> the activist held up signs calling for all the charges to be dropped. So be aware of that. 
they're laughing, literally laughing at the judge. <laughs> I got my skirt on. <laughs> As it pertains to the spiritual, psychological future of this country. Forget the polls. The enemy is lapping it off. Dancing in front of the judge. <laughs> Even if I get put in jail, I'm so demon possessed, I'll do whatever I gotta do. <laughs> I got my connections. <laughs> They're in this completely disconnected state of mind. Think about it. And uh, moving on. Meanwhile, <laughs> Speaking of shooters in the manifesto, Google's YouTube censors Steven Crowder after the he posts transgender Nashville shooters writings. Be aware of this serious situation. I mean, but I mean, it just kind of brings everything full circle. I mean, if this was a fake, we went, we talked about yesterday that information warfare and Looks like we did pretty well yesterday, right? The, the truth is out. And now there's stories circulating that, yeah, well, maybe these couple insider good guy cops are the ones that leaked some of this manifesto. And now we see Google is trying to stop the information. And, and that, again, like we said yesterday, this is, again, a confirmation of, like we said yesterday, textbook gold standard information warfare. This is how they do it. So, if anything, this is a great opportunity for those of you who are not familiar with how information warfare works. I mean, you should be by now, but but it's a good chance. We, we, you know, we had a lot of opportunities over the last couple of years, right? We had the, the Nancy Pelosi, Paul Pelosi shooting. We saw how they were manipulating the information early on. We've had these other what did I say shooting? Excuse me. This, this Paul Pelosi attack, right? The hammer attack. We saw how they manipulated the information there. We've seen these shootings. You know, we get to see when these things happen. And now with this mysterious manifesto, obviously we know as soon as you hear the word manifesto, you should be thinking of staged MK Ultra type situation where the shooters are prepped by the therapist. Moving on, I want you guys to see this kind of sort of on a lighter issue, but is it really? Uh, maybe it's on a funnier issue. What is happening here? <laughs> and folks, uh, you're looking at what is happening here. Look at this bus. This is beyond laugh out loud. What is happening? <clears throat> EV madness. There it is. The end of the electric vehicle PSYOP movement. Is this it right here? Mark your calendars. November 7th, 2023. Ha! 100% electric Google bus. What? Loses power, smashes into multiple cars on San Francisco Street. <laughs> right there. And again, here is the... Right there, people. This is laugh out loud. Smashing. There goes. It's over, people. The the whole electric vehicle. It's over. There, I mean, there it is. 100% electric Google commuter bus left a trail of damaged cars and concern and concerns. And it's 
in its wake of Castro Street in San Francisco Monday after reportedly losing power and rolling down a hill out of control. <laughs> you know, folks, you gotta wonder. You know, when I read things like this, and, you know, let's pray, obviously, for this one person that was hospitalized with injuries. Obviously, that's not funny, but you gotta wonder. Somebody out there had. I'm not saying God caused this, but some things unlock in a manner things that are based on lies and sorcery, and sometimes it's comical how they crash and tumble on themselves. And that reminds me uh, today, I was reading in the Old Testament. Where am I reading? I think it's uh, Kings. I think it... Where, uh, yeah, um, the Philistines kill 30,000 of the Israelites and they actually confiscate the Ark of the Covenant. I think it's actually, I'm reading through Samuel, I believe it is. Chapter 2, 3, 4, 5, somewhere around there. And, yeah, the Philistines capture the Ark of the Covenant, and they're like, <laughs> we just killed 30,000 Israelis. But the problem is that God don't play around. And as soon as they do that, all of them start dropping dead, and the wrath of God falls on them. Like, you're stealing my Ark of the Covenant? And it gets so bad that the Philistines, they take the Ark of the Covenant to another... Thank you, somebody saying First Samuel. And, you know, they send the Ark of the Covenant to another town, like, you guys get it, and then that town, everyone starts dying and getting cancer. They all start dying of cancer. Tumors. And then that town, and then nobody wants the Ark of the Covenant, and finally they return it, like, ah, we don't want this thing! <laughs> That's the way it is. You mess with God's covenant and his people and God's situation, you know, that's how this works. But anyway, this may be a little bit off topic, somewhat, but um, folks, it ain't really off topic when you see the next story. Um, Don't forget, people, that today is November 7th, and kudos to Gateway Pundit, right? Never forget, today is the one-month anniversary of the horrific Hamas massacre of 1400 in Israel. Don't forget, people, this is very real. And don't, you know, the media and Hamas PR department, and you have the United Nations and the globalists and the CIA's alternative media, they would have you forget about this, and they would rather have you focusing on evil Israel and the Khazarian mafia and how evil the Zionists. They would like to repeat these names that they use and oh it's evil and the occupation and Hussein and whether it's the far left far right but we know what really happened that day a month ago and don't forget videos left behind show barbarity of greatest mass slaughter of Jews since World War II that's a factual statement and I, you know we're not going to get into any of it but don't forget what happened exactly a month ago kudos the gateway pundit of putting this out it was an organized and planned attack a, a crime that shocked the civilized world don't forget what they did I don't care what anybody is saying and the people that hate Israel and hate the Jews and all this stuff with Islam and the Islamic Caliphate look at their faces these people 
died or disappeared. Be aware of that. Again, I think it's a good thing. Don't forget what happened. Video proof. And there's a lot of other videos available that we, some which we played on this channel and a lot which we didn't because it is too graphic to play and the point has been made. Don't forget, don't let anyone gaslight you. We'll leave it at that. One month ago. Then maybe that ties in what I'm saying, what I read today in First Samuel. God doesn't play around. That said, be aware. Obviously, we're going to continue on this topic. Here it is. Photos. Anti-Israel protesters desecrate monuments to American Revolution near White House. Quote, death to the USA. So you can see those that hate Israel also hate the USA. These, the, the radical Muslims, at least, be aware of that. Look at the images. Apparently, the Palestine cause seems to be hand in hand with that with the anti-America cause. And moving on, be aware of this as well. FBI investigates after fifth suspicious letter containing white powder found at Seattle synagogue. So be aware, obviously you guys know, this is happening nationwide, this strange period that we're in, and we're seeing anti-Semitic attacks everywhere. Two other synagogues in Seattle received suspicious envelope with a white powdery substance in them, prompting a hazmat response. Just be aware of this, these white powder attacks that are being sent to Seattle synagogues. And, you know, we know that a lot of these are these far left demons that hate the Jews and what will come of that and then of course we know about then a lot of you guys probably know about this this gentleman uh, right here on the right we know this story broke yesterday these two this is in California in uh, northern California Ventura County uh, where these two groups clash pro-Palestine and those defending Israel and now we know that I mean last night everyone was talking big right I mean everybody was this was the big story that this Jewish man was hit over the head with a bullhorn and died and so that was the big story last night and now today sheriffs first a coroner came out and ruled it a homicide and now the sheriffs are coming out ruled death of elderly Jewish man in Los Angeles it's not Los Angeles it's in Ventura County (laughs) is a homicide pro-Palestinian agitator considered person of interest yeah so as we're going to see it turns out this gentleman right here is the person that murdered this person and everyone is talking about it and he sustained this injury in this altercation and again this is a developing story this is part one of that developing story and I just want to throw this out and then we have this home of suspect in killing of elderly Jewish men at pro-Palestine Palestinian protests searched by police 
So, as you guys know, this person, the coroner, as I already said, ruled that it was homicide. So they have a way of doing that. And obviously this has to do with the injuries that he sustained. And now we're learning that this person came across the street. And this is... (laughs) Can't make this up. Ah, look at this. Update Palestinian protesters. What? Crossed the street and provoked pro-Israeli protesters before assaulting and killing Paul Kressler. This gentleman right here. Suspect pictured by local news. And shocking situation. I mean, if you flip the script... You got a whole, 100% global George Floyd 2.0 situation. But since it was a pro Palestinian terrorist doing this, nobody and no one cares. <laughs> and again, Mr. Kessler was involved in a heated altercation that broke out between him and a pro Palestine Hamas protester. The protester allegedly struck Mr. Kessler in the head with a megaphone causing him to fall to the ground with a severe head injury. And again, and in a lot of these images, we know that this this person, if I can find his image, we know that this person <clears throat> is seen, let's see here, looking for, we know that it's this guy right here. And he had been telling everyone he had been telling the police that it was a no big deal situation. And here he is right here, folks. This is the image I was really looking for. This guy right here. He was telling the police, ah, yeah, you know, yo, he fell back. You know, I don't know anything. But now we know who he is, and there it is. Just be aware of that. Only throwing this out so that we can compare the difference. I mean, we all saw what happened with George Floyd. And we know that if the situation was reversed. All right, folks, moving on. We have big things happening. Let's uh, move on. Let's go to this. Emails show the extent of DHS involvement in 2020 censorship efforts. And I want to maybe come to this first before we get into that. Jordan is all over the place today. Top Hunter Biden prosecutor confirms key details of IRS whistleblower testimony. Jim Jordan is saying we knew about this. This story had been brewing for a while and now information is moving forward. Delaware, right? U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Special counsel in the ongoing Hunter Biden investigation confirmed a key allegation made by IRS IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley. Jordan is saying, and now we know, basically that Merrick Garland is lying, is the bottom line. And that is that he was not, like I said here, Weiss was not given the special authority, uh, attorney authority, and did not have special attorney authority before his special counsel appointment in August. Boom. Jordan is saying, checkmate. That is number one, and then Jordan comes out. This is going down. Emails show the extent of DHS involvement in 2020 censorship efforts. Jordan, again, putting out some of this stuff. House Judiciary Committee issued a report on Monday showing the involvement of DHS 
with anti-disinformation group that recommended content to social media platforms to censor. I think this is important. And we know CISA was in on this. And this Election Integrity Partnership, EIP. And this is a continuation of the Twitter files. That is what this is. That's the bottom line. And what I want to show everyone is this is really a type of Jordan Twitter file. Because he is, be aware of this, and you know, do your own research, and Jordan's coming out, bombshell report on censorship industrial complex. Hundreds of secret reports show DHS and CISA, the GEC, State Department's, Stanford and others worked together to censor Americans before the 2020 election, including true information, jokes, and opinions. And again, this is a continuation of the Twitter files. Jordan is putting this out. Think of it in terms of the timing of the persecution of Trump as Trump takes all the bullets. Trump is being destroyed, right? While he's holding, holding on to the Trump card, what some of us call the Trump card. Nobody else thinks the election was stolen in 2020. Only lonely Trump (laughs) while he's holding on to his card. And this is the prelude, if you ask me, to what is coming. 100% involvement, CISA involved, DHS, and again, this election integrity partnership and these other elements that we talked about, Sanford, State Department, and all of them coordinating. So there's a lot to that. I just, I just want to show you guys that headline, <clears throat> that key headline story on what is unfolding. All right. Let us keep going tonight. All right. And. Let's pick up where we left off yesterday. What about this situation, the Trump persecution? More on that. Let's pick up. Let's see if we can get some more information. But really, (laughs) I mean, it's crazy stuff. So, all right, what happens next? What happens next? Well, this week we're going to finish. They're going to rest their case. We are obviously going to move uh, to completely dismiss this case. It should be a mistrial based on some of the things you mentioned today that I can't talk about. Mm -hmm. There should be a mistrial here. Uh, Bias in general, I'll say, there is judicial code of ethics. Those ethics extend to the entire courtroom. And when you violate the rules of judicial ethics, there need to be certain things that hold you accountable. Your license, that's why there is the bar, that's why there are ethics. There needs to be rules uh, regarding people's ability to believe in an impartial system. And I do believe it as an American. It's my mission to bring to light when there isn't that, because not everybody's Donald Trump. Not everybody can pay for a team of 20 lawyers. Exactly. And and if we don't stop it now, we're going to be in real deep trouble. I think we already frankly are. Well, I think, as I said before, all the right there. Big, big deal. Think of what Alina Haba is saying. This is turning into judicial malpractice, ethics issue, and it should be a mistrial. It's going to be very interesting to see if she turns out to be wrong. 
or if she turns out to be right. If she turns out to be wrong, get ready. That's a big, big deal. In other words, we know, well, she, we know that she's right. This is malpractice. But I, I think it's interesting that she's putting this out. That this is obvious ethics, malpractice, and a judicial ethics issue. That's a big argument. And that's what it is. And um, I think it, this is going to be very, very interesting. Think about what she is saying. She said, there should be a mistrial based on some of the things you mentioned today. You heard her say it right there. And this is about the rules of judicial ethics. Get ready. This is a big deal. We showed the video yesterday. The, the judge is corrupt. The Trump team plays this card saying, all right, we're going to go along and turn this into a campaign promotion by acting up. Some people didn't understand what I was saying yesterday. Alina Hobbell was out there in front of the public, in front of the camera, acting up on purpose. Just for publicity's sake. And to engage everyone so that people can see this. Because the judge already ruled against Trump. Fifth generation warfare. And while that's happening, one day later, (laughs) revealed Manhattan judge in Trump civil trial. What snapped shirtless selfies to share with his alumni newsletter? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. All on the table. Great Awakening. The newsletter, Angron, included a shirtless photo of himself. (laughs) Titled, Bonus Torso Photo Taken in a Locker Room. (laughs) I mean, come on. I mean, if you think about it, this is what Piston Generation Warfare is all about, people. And that is, there it is. Judge Arthur Angron, who has been overseeing the civil fraud case brought by the New York against 2024 GOP frontrunner Donald Trump has been revealed to have published shirtless photos of himself into his school's newsletter, which he he edits and publishes. Really? <laughs> the photos were published in the 51st, 63rd edition of the newsletter Wedge between stories from graduates of the Wheatley School in Old Westbury and fan mail from readers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, you guys... um. That's how you start to light. You know, yeah. And a lot more is going to come out about this guy. In other words, the Trump team is resorting to pure fifth generation warfare. Open. Expand your thinking. (laughs) Okay. Rounding out tonight, there is a theme taking place. And It is, I want to throw it out. Let's do it this way. Start right here. It's time CNN's Van Jones says Biden needs to consider retiring. (laughs) Laugh out loud. We talked about this the last couple shows. There is a trend taking place where everyone now is realizing We agree with the polls operation. 
And you can check out my latest on the members channel. You can disagree with me. I have my opinion about the polls. Too much. It started a year ago, November of last year, with Trump all of a sudden talking about polls. <laughs> We've been subjected to like millions, it feels like. Millions of polls. And in every poll, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the same exact result. And the polls have driven the narrative, don't look now, people, all year long. The narrative about the election and what you should be expecting has been dominated only by the polls. And so, anyway, now, like we said, the last couple of shows, we have the left. Now, as you can see, again, they're all getting worried and they're all talking big. Well, right now, he's swimming in the oatmeal. It's tough because if you look at the economy, the numbers are pointing in the right direction overall. Yeah, right. He should be doing well with his base. If he were to retire right now, he'd be on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, right. But he's got to go. So, yeah, whatever. And uh, be aware of this. We're going to round out tonight with election topic, the next several stories. Be aware. Have the guts to announce well, let's see what. This is kind of interesting. Betterman is saying this. Gavin Newsom doesn't have the guts to announce Lamb's shadow presidential candidacy. Really? Oh. And um, <clears throat> some people are saying kudos to John Fetterman. Out of nowhere, Fetterman is speaking the truth. It never occurred to me after watching Senator Fetterman's bizarre campaign that I would be writing a story opining that he's 100% correct on this issue. And he goes on to say that Fetterman, if you think about it, the last few months, Fetterman, it is kind of weird that Fetterman has come out with some weird, like, truth. I mean, <laughs> yo, Fetterman, you, the, the, the drugs wear off? What the <laughs> It is kind of funny how the writer does point out that Fetterman was a was the first to call for the removal of Bob Menendez, and now he he has strongly been loyal to Israel uh, with the left and throwing it back at the left's face, and now he is coming out. Benjamin noted what? Re- that Representative Dean Phillips has challenged Biden, but he, he then also took a shot at Newsom, New- who is widely seen as a potential Democratic presidential candidate, and he's saying Fetterman told the crowd there are two Democrats running for president right now, in addition to Biden. One is congressman from Minnesota, and the other is the governor of California, but only one has the guts to announce it. <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> and there it is. He's calling out. So, but we know that, all joking aside, we know that this is a real situation that it's going to morph, re- it's going to... Happened real soon. And then we have this. Another poll Joe Bi- from Reuters. Joe Biden's popularity tumbles to 39% lowest since April. Ha. So, again, you can see what is happening. All of it at the same time. And I want to point this out. I mentioned this on the member channel. For your consideration, RFK Jr., what? Pulls massive support in crucial battleground states. According Again, if you believe the polls... And you better not look the other way when it comes to RFK Jr. 
again, we're, we're going to be piecing together more of this conversation on the member side with part two of my presentation in the next couple of days, but um, be aware of that. Independent candidate RFK Jr. secured a large portion of the vote in six key swing states against Trump and resident Biden. <clears throat> and you can take a look at the numbers. He recently left the Democrat Party 120% support in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, as well as 24% if you believe the polls across all six states compared to Trump's 35 and Biden's 33. So think about it. And New York Times is, again, the, 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 the plot is thickening is all I'm trying to show you folks. And again, let me say this. I've said it on the member side. Focus. Remember January 6th. Think about how everyone was played. January 6, 2021. Don't forget that. There's a reason I've been calling out the MAGA PSYOP. And everyone is going to see why. Well, they may or may not see it, depending on how things work out, but there is a reason. Don't let these echo chambers walk you into another trap. While you're thinking of that, be aware of this as we round out tonight. Chinese dictator Xi Jinping, what to meet with business leaders in San Francisco. That's amazing that he is openly going right to California after hanging out with Gavin Newsom, this guy, this guy who doesn't have the guts to, to announce that he's going to run. I don't know about you guys, but when you look, going back to that Fetterman story <clears throat> about Gavin Newsom, Fetterman saying that Newsom doesn't have the guts to announce that he's running and he's slamming his shadowy presidency Think about it. This reminds me a little bit of when Trump was saying that DeSantis was shadowy. Yeah, DeSantis is afraid to announce. It sounds the same. Remember? Like, you're running, but you're not running. And DeSantis was like, wouldn't you like to know if I'm running? (laughs) There's that parallel this DeSantis versus Newsom that this theme keeps coming up I don't know why but that you know I'm just throwing it out you know I also want to show you guys as we round out tonight uh, and again we're going to talk more about this on the member side CBS ABC and NBC what give Trump 93% negative coverage from August to October not really going to get into this, but just be aware that this element is still out there. And, ladies and gentlemen, that about wraps it up. Uh, we know that tonight there is a big election taking place, in case anyone, there's a, one or two <coughs> you guys out there that are watching from other countries. <coughs> Uh, yeah, and um, we don't know if there's any, let's see here, this, you know, so we're waiting to see, right, some of these results, 
in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New Jersey, Mississippi, Virginia, and especially in Kentucky with this uh, Trump-endorsed governor. And, you know, we don't know. Maybe there's some updates. Let me... Um, anybody... Here's the latest, at least as far as Breitbart's concerned. Things are looking good tentatively for Democrats in Virginia. And what will tonight, obviously tomorrow, we'll, we'll see if there's anything significant. NBC News has joined the calls for Bashir victory. Democrat Andy Bashir has won another term as governor of Kentucky. That is supposedly, you know, again, folks, I'm just throwing this out. Don't forget, I mean, there goes your Trump-supported Cameron. And, you know, we saw what happened last year on election night. And that is the only reason Fetterman is there to begin with. Can you see where I'm going with this? Watch out, people. We don't know how this ends. To wrap up tonight, already, <laughs> it's happening voting machines down in several districts in Pennsylvania due to quote, votes getting flipped. (laughs) You can't make this up. And it's a reminder that there's always going to be someone out there telling you, again, I've said it over the years, you guys know it, this channel, Truth and Art TV, is not about opium. I'm looking at the big picture. This goes back to what I've been saying. Stay focused on the mission. Do not focus all your energy on a candidate. Because you don't know how the mission ends. I'll take the bullets for you guys. People attack me all the time. Brittany, what do you mean? You sound like you're not with Trump. I, I love Trump. I'm not saying I'm... Focusing on the mission. There's a lot that we don't know. All right, folks. That will wrap it up for me. Let me know what you think about all this. And ladies and gentlemen, come on over to truthinrtv.com. Check out the latest on the members channel. And this is from yesterday. We're going to be continuing. Again, this, what I'm saying right here is, a, it's, this is what I'm saying. Looking strategically into the future. And I'm just saying that our conversations on the member's channel, those of you that join me there, you know that no matter what is going on, we are looking at the bigger picture. We're looking at what's happening. And we're not. I will not be played again. That's just me. I I remember vividly what happened on January 6th. And so should you. Ascension. Focus on the mission, folks. Everything's going to be all right. Trust God. We kneel to God alone and let the process unfold. Fair enough? Let me know your thoughts, folks. I love every single one of you, folks. And I shall return tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern.
God bless you. I love you all. Come on.